This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, and welcome to another Blue Monday podcast. This is a three times weekly show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club available on video and podcast. My name is Benjamin Bloom. I'll be here each and every Monday for this flagship show with ITFC aficionado David Diamond for sometimes irreverent but always informative hour of football conversation. Make your Monday a Blue Monday. Oh, what a All week, right. Dave. Size. Mick, I think you called it. First things first, did you get to Cadbury's World yesterday? I did get to Cadbury's World. There was lots Second thing, of did children you, there. Did you and the lovely Shaylee eat your body weight in chocolate? No. I tried oh, to. Well, when you go into Cadbury World, uh, they give yeah. you two chocolate bars straight away at the beginning. And I'm like, look, I paid. Cadbury's is, could be anything. Um, two crunchies you. and two dairy milk. I love a crunchy. That, yeah, love but. I mean, I know far be it for me to criticise a, a business monolith like Cadbury, but yeah, you're going to. I'm going in your bloody gift shop later on. Don't give it away. Yeah, good you know, point. And you're good just going to hype all the kids up as well, filling them full of sugar. But yeah, potentially, we potentially it was yesterday, or I guess Good Friday, the busiest day of the year for Cadbury World. Possibly. Potentially. Possibly. Oh, how long did you spend there? Did you did this on the way up there? Well, it's like six miles from the from the yeah. Birmingham City Stadium so yeah cool. um it was good but we've had a very busy week now um <laughs> we should inform you that Dave and I performed a hastily um convened podcast on Thursday on the day it was announced that our glorious but- leader Mick McCarthy will be leaving at the end of the season so I would advise you, I don't normally advise people to stop listening to our podcasts, but if you're expecting lots and lots of Mick chat, pause now, go one back in your feed and (laughs) listen to that show because we did 50 minutes on that. There's going to be a bit of Mick chat, Dave, after we go over the Birmingham game, but has it it sunk in? 
I think it has just about now, but it's still a bit weird. And I know, I know from the, I didn't go yesterday, obviously you didn't, and from reading the various tweets and forums yesterday, it's all a bit strange, isn't it? Yeah, we could have had afternoon tea at Cadbury World, but that started at two o'clock. So ah. I could have been eating my body weight in chocolate, but I chose to watch Ipswich play at Birmingham. Um, bit of news first, Dave. Um, there's some sad news, two bits of sad news that we're going to talk about at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we will hold that. Um, mm-hmm. There isn't a lot of good news in this podcast, full stop. But um, the Bobby Robson movie, More Than a Manager, will be screened at Portman Road on Friday, 25th of May. I think we're going to go, aren't we? Dave? Yeah, great. Are you looking mm. forward to that movie? I am. I've, I've got a couple of things on in May because I've also got uh, my son's bought me tickets for that Our Blue Heaven, I think oh, is what okay. it's called. The thing at the Wolsey, which you would know all about, having obviously played to a full Wolsey house back in the day, Ben. So, um, looking forward, <laughs> so, looking, <laughs> so looking forward to that very much. Looking forward to that. Yeah, and the, and the Robson thing will be, uh, will be great. I've been watching on Channel ITV4 last few, in the last week, they've had a couple of things on, on, um, one, the foreign invasion of 1978. So our D, Lesbia, and Tyson. They had a whole sort of half, the half a sort of episode on Muren and Tyson, which was brilliant. And then, um, um, and then I've done that, you know, the British teams in Europe in the early 80s or late 70s, early 80s. Been, yeah, really quite good, actually, that. Mm. So on a similar vein, yeah, looking forward to the Robson movie. I saw some tweets about that. I'm not paying for a TV license. Can I get that on an ITV app, maybe on demand? I'm sure you can. <laughs> i tell you what I did watch, which I would advise Sorry, anybody you in it there. Go on. my age or above to watch. There's a documentary on Football Italia, which started 20. 20- six oh, years ago on, I meant to tape on that it was on last night wasn't it oh it's on demand you know, yeah I watched you know, it James was it, channel, was it on channel 4 was it on no what was it, it was on, on BT B- BT yeah. that's right yeah yeah um, brilliant well I used to watch. love that James Richardson was quality um, and still is on the excellent Totally Football podcast, which I'm sure most people who listen to this probably also listen to as well. We're going to go via Cadbury World. We're going to leave Cadbury World. We're going to go round the streets of Birmingham, past Edge Baston, and go oh, see yeah. lots and lots of that. tower blocks and make our way to St. Andrews in the rain, Dave. Um, and an unchanged team. It was weird. Um, I think Stuart or Andy from whoever was doing EADT tweeted unchanged team. And I'm like... God, what was the last match? It seems like three months ago, but unchanged City, team man. from um, Bristol City, Dave. 3-5-2 after the, I don't know how many games it was a back four, four. Um, but 3-5-2, um, Bart, Spencer, Knudsen, the wing-backs, uh, yeah. Carter, Vickers, Chambers, Webster, centre-backs. Skews sitting there with Connolly, Ward, um, a little bit further ahead, Waghorn and Sears up front. Um Old school 4-4-2 for um, Birmingham, Dave. Uh, Stockdale, Harding, uh, Morrison, Dean, Colin, um, Jota down the right, Keefton Belt and Davis down the middle, Magoma down the left, Jukovic and Adams up front. Birmingham 20... Uh, my notes say Birmingham 22nd with lots to play for, Ipswich 13th with not much to play for. <laughs> um, your thoughts going into the game, Dave? Pretty much summed it up. I mean, I just didn't know what to expect. Um, you know, after after the news on Thursday broke about Mick and Terry Connor leaving, it's and and obviously but of staying till the end of the season. Didn't really know what to expect. Um, did I expect that team? Yeah, probably. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you know, um, just well, we'll get onto that in a few minutes. Go on. 
one um, nice thing, uh, Mustafa Karayal was was back on the bench. Yes. He got yeah. hurt at Sheffield about three weeks ago. Uh, yeah, an away. Did, didn't he? He was roasting somewhere. He was Lubin's playing an away game. At Sheffield. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, sorry, Sheffield Wednesday it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, horrible start by Ipswich, actually, Dave. Um, they leave Morrison completely unmarked. He heads it across. Someone touches it on. I think it was Dean and Nudson's back in there. Right foot, right foot hoof yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, Jota with a dribble and blasts it over. Uh, Magoma with a corner going in. Uh, volley back through the crowd by Davis. Um, Birmingham was slightly on top. I've written here... Um, Ipswich noticeably very relaxed and playing out from the back. And I realised that relaxed was going to turn into slack, which was going to turn into... <laughs> slovenly. Yeah. Yeah, slovenly. Uh, not a lot of intensity. I think we're going to get onto this after the game. But a lot of... um, You know how Bettinelli takes goal kicks for Fulham, where he dinks them right out to the... Yeah, Bart, chip, chips them. Yeah. Bart did four or five of them. Um, yep, centre-backs were lining up. They've obviously been told, OK, chill out, have a bit of a laugh, you know, see how many <laughs> puffs yeah. Webster, yeah. Webster and Chambers can do to, to each other. Each but other. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm being slightly um, sarcastic, but very, very... Um, I don't know. Slack is the only word I, I can... I Loose. Can use. Loose. Is that another word? Loose. Yes, very, which is not something that we've um, attached with Mick at all. Um, so on 19 minutes, the, the big incident, um, Stockdale, um, brilliant throw out by him. He um, It's really wet and he spins, he actually puts spin on the throw and gets it to Magoma on halfway. And Dave, I suppose you better take take away yeah, from I did here, really. Yeah, the highlights just showed, obviously, Magoma receiving the ball. I didn't know it was a sort of Stockdale, well, ultimately kind of assist yeah um, um just to, just to cut in dave we were on the attack and it was the first time we got anybody forward and he took it yeah. and it's a real real quality throw but you, you carry on but mcgoma receives a ball wide left he's up against carter vickers so i would say he's quite isolated out there on the right um not you know i think since he's been there very good defender we realize that very good defender quite strong not bad on the ball positions himself quite well wouldn't say he's blessed with electric pace um and mcgoma's quick did a little trick, didn't he? A little couple of step overs, I think, um, which took him, which he, he ran quite away with the ball. I mean, it took him past, he just beat Carter Vickers. And it's Ben, it's one of those. Yes, there was a coming together in the penalty area. Um, maybe a little bit of a shirt tug or something like that. Nothing much in it. Um, I think, what would you say, comes in the category of seeing them given? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was having a debate with Slurball on, on Twitter about this. And his point was that, the reaction of the player is disproportionate to the uh, impact of the tackle. And my, my take on it is it's kind of like driving at 37 in a 30. Everybody does it. You take the mick as much as you can. And when you get caught, you hold your hands up and and away you go. And Yeah, there was another similar one. Yeah, not so. I will mention this in a, a little bit of the game I saw yesterday at lunchtime, which was Palace Liverpool, where Mane got a similar in the, not slightly similar, got in the penalty area, turned away. Again, minimal contact with the defender. I can't remember who the defender could have been Scott Dan. Can't remember who it was. And a little bit of a delayed reaction, and he went, and the ref didn't give it. I mean, again, and again, Magoma, slight delay, wasn't it? But yeah, you just can't make contact at all. Not that that matters these days. I mean, yeah, it's. Yeah, but come on as well. We watch Skews is a master, 50-50, sticks his back in the way, 
he sees where it's going to go because he's cleverer than the other guy. As soon as the guy hits him, he falls down. How many times have you seen Joe Garner? He lines up the centre-half, oh, stands still. As soon as he touches yeah. him, falls down. Our, yeah. players, our players do it too. It's just none of them have managed to do it in the No, I th- and, and I think, Ben, you're season. right. I think, I, I think it's one of those ones, again, you, you sometimes see them different. Had it, had it been outside the box, it would have been a free kick outside the box. So, yeah, no reason why it shouldn't have been a penalty. In. It's, yeah, one of those. He just got done for pace. I, I quite like McGoma. Always, always sort of have done. He's got a bit about him. Um, and a good penalty from Yota. Bart guesses the right way, but right in the corner, isn't it? Yeah, in the in the side netting. Um, Ward yeah. goes down the right. Good cross by him. Um, Spence, who'd obviously been instructed to get forward quite a lot, hence he had the ball thrown past him for, for the goal because we were attacking down the other side. Um, oh. He slices his volley. Um, Connolly shoots on the um, on the next phase. It's deflected wide. I noted it down just because it was the first effort on goal on 23 minutes. Um, Ward has a bit of a tame left footer um i'll say this at the end can we give waghorn and sears a pass for yesterday they got no service at all for the whole damn game um and that was particularly one where um i, I like ward but he was rubbish yesterday and um, yeah, i heard that yeah and waghorn was... i heard Connolly. i mean i listened to some of the commentary and they said Connolly was poor yesterday well skews looked after Connolly, so he didn't look as bad as waghorn okay. did because he was yeah. you know or a... ward you mean yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah, beg your pardon. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, throwing from Birmingham, uh, curler right footed by Adams. Now, this is a great save because um, so he shoots it, Dave, to the back post. It's, it's curling Amazing. and Bart's already diving. And um, I mean, if you're Jota, you're like, oh, I should have scored there. He gets a slight little header, but in that position, as soon as you touch it, you think, oh, that's going to be enough. But the big pole, the right foot while he's on the floor and he right, so. kicks it away. Yeah, and the, no. I was sat in with the Birmingham fans on halfway and this guy behind me is going lucky you, you lucky and I'm like no no it does all the time mate <laughs> I watch this guy every week that's pretty pretty standard standard yeah. yeah. standard fair for the newly yeah. capped Polish goalkeeper yep. yeah um, great news Magoma corner goes in uh, Bart gets in a bit of a muddle on this one I can't I, one of the defenders was right on his toes he lets it go and uh, Morrison comes in and uh, misses at the back post. Uh, Keithton Bell smashes one over and Jukovic, um but not much doing there. And and we're at half time. And um, you said to me just a minute ago, "Oh, well, how is it? How is it going to be that the drop off?" Mick always says in his press conferences, "Oh, whatever you say about my teams, they always leave everything out there and um, no intensity, Dave, at all." Ben, it's got to be weird for the players, isn't it? It's got to be strange for the players. You know, the ones that are out of contract, the ones that are in contract, you know, who's coming in, you know. Like we said this a little bit on Thursday, we listened to it on Thursday, you know. Um, you know, is the new manager going to fan- going to fancy me as a player? Um, it's, it's a weird, weird time. It is. Weird, yeah. very, very strange. So, um, the system didn't really work either. I think... Um... When they did it at Preston, they had much more of an outlet down the sides, and and I, I do like Ward, but he was entrusted in that right. You've got to you've got to link up, but there wasn't really a pass into centre midfield again for for the for the for the. Um... We said this at Bristol City. There never is a pass from well into into central midfield. It's never a pass from central midfield to the front players' feet. You know, directly into the front players' feet. There's never. You just don't play there. Either play it beyond, down the sides or beyond. Never to feet. And it was noticeable that they've said, OK, Ghana's not about. We're not going to 
we're not going to go along. I don't know what this instruction was about the. Um, you'd have to have been in the in the um, in the training to know about what the centre halves were doing, what what the purpose of the passing was, um, other than I'll play it tip, about a lot, of, a lot of tippy tappy, was it? Yeah, I'd I'd be surprised if um, the passing figures for particularly Webster and Chambers they made more passes yesterday than, but Mick was the one that mocked the. Forest centre backs after we beat them four two saying yeah okay they made hundred more passes than us but that was yeah. the two centre halves passing it to, to <laughs> each other. Did anyway. you see? Yeah, just sorry to change the subject slightly, and I know we we don't usually talk about this, but yesterday in the first half, Kevin De Bruyne made more passes than the whole Everton team. I I didn't, Dave. I didn't. I don't. I don't know. I know. I know. Sorry. Bless. I bless for me. Bless for me. Bless for me. Sorry. We do. We, we're Ipswich. We don't do Premier League. God. Uh, <laughs> So, Dave, Birmingham kind of, you'd expect, I mean, they obviously didn't know quite how bad we were going to be, but they really <laughs> muddled up their um, their tactics in the second half. They they didn't know, they could have they just gone for us and won 2-0. Won oh, um, Mick, Mick Mills said, they're awful, he said, they're there for the taking. They're yeah. absolutely there for the taking. They sat, uh, I and, said in my match did. report, the only difference was the two guys down the sides, Magoma and Jota, had a, had a trick and could beat a man. That was the only difference, you know. Yukovic oh. is slow. And, and, um, Adams didn't Mil- get and near Mills him. even said, considering the position that they're in, they didn't they didn't really show that much intensity at all. Didn't have to, Dave. No, no exactly. No. This yeah. is, this is um, terrible. So they they were in this kind of no man's land of um, well, we don't want to concede a goal, and they but they didn't go proper. You know how Mick would have had it, where he would have just been okay. Come on in, score pass, past us. Pass, so they they were they were neither nor. So which which uh come into it um uh webster to nudson decent cross spence is marked gets a header in goes wide um nudson dropped the shoulder on jota day actually skinned him at one point um yeah good cross by him uh spence heads over again so spence was the main aerial threat on goal kicks as well as we saw against um sheffield united when he oh it was i offer against sheffield united okay um so um 54 minutes selena in for Ward and Selena's going to go in off the front. Um, bit of a oh, fantastic cheer. You said Ward was terrible though, didn't you? He didn't have one of his better games. So yeah, Ward Ward was Ward was bad. It's just surprising that the sub comes comes. But that this early. was the this was the point at that point. Mills, bless him, had a bit of a head off there. He said, right. He said, why don't we just go for this? Right, let's do it now. Get Connolly off. Put Cario on. Go for it. Go for it now. You know, and he yeah. said the first. Apparently, he said the first ten minutes of the second half, we had much more of the ball. Was the only time we looked quite threatening. I think we he's right. Yeah. That did, yeah, he's right. Um, good through ball from Skews here. Kind of half volleys it through. Sees Sears has got the gap. Actually, hits Sears as he's running through, but still um, falls for him. Gets his shot off, but um, you know we just don't see Freddie drive through and score anymore, do we? Um, uh, corner goes in, uh, comes out to Nudson high and wide from him. Uh, this is the thing I was having out with slower ball on. If um, Magoma is a diver, then Bart is a diver. Hilarious dive by Bart. He's gonna, he's trying to run out and take a throw, and Harley Dean runs in front of him and he <laughs> falls on the oh, floor really? and gets gets Dean booked. Yeah, nice bit of gamesmanship from Bart there. Uh, Birmingham oh. dropped deeper and deeper now. Selena slides it into Waghorn. It's the only service Waghorn got. All match that was. He got it in the box. He worked. Good Must effort. have been Morrison or Dean. I can't remember. And yeah, good at wow. Stockdale doesn't see it and flips his flips his hand up and. Bit unlucky that it sort of goes just deflects over Sears, doesn't it? Sears is sort of there, but it just goes 
you flex over his got a good save, I guess, if he meant it. Yeah. Um, where are we? A counter-attack straight from that, and Jota plays in, uh, he comes in from right to left, plays in Zhukovic, and he shoots in. It's one of those ones where it hits the post behind the goal, but then rolls along the back of the net. Yeah, so yeah, half, look, yeah, half the ground that. Think, oh, that, think that it's gone in. Um, yeah. Skews, I'm going to sound really biased now. Skews takes a booking for a slide on Jukovic. Um, I That didn't look like a booking to me. It didn't look um, like he was... What's, what's, what's the term? Endangering his opponent looked pretty... Pretty okay to me. Um, hi, I'm in for Connolly, which I'm sure they loved on the on the radio. Yes. Now this was <laughs> this was a real head off. This was the one. Why? Why like for like? That was the one. You know, if he wasn't going to do it, if he wasn't going to you know do it 20 minutes earlier, why not do it then? All right, he he then does well. Yeah, like why like for like? Throw throw Cario on um, in place of Connolly. Just what is the point? Well, and what also. We've noticed a bit of a deterioration in Connolly. When there's another centre midfielder close to him, it's kind of like, right, what is what is your role here? And okay. the, the thing where he's found most success is in a couple of games, he's actually got forward and he's set up yeah, a goal yeah, against absolutely. Jeffrey Wednesday. But if you're in a midfield three, Skews is your man uh, furthest oh. back. Mm-hmm. And Ward, and it feels like Connolly's much better... When it, when it was four two three one, and I agree. had a little bit more Ward, space around. Because Ward is, yeah, you know, if he's playing in there with Ward, Ward is a, you'd say, a much more progressive type player anyway. But yeah, so I don't think that system does well for for Connolly, unless um, you Sweet. might argue right. young guy tailing off towards the end of the season. But I think it might might not be his his fault. Um, where are we at, Dave? Jota corner, good climb from Jukovic, but has to save it. Carriol comes in for. Sears and Carroll's always dangerous. He's one of those guys where he's just got yeah, so like much him. speed and a yeah and a and a trick and you know even even Waghorn you'd you'd look at yesterday and you think are we going to get a goal from him and Carroll seemed to carry more threat than everybody else really and then it just it's limp like my last page is all substitutions and yellow cards I, I mean there was a Carroll dribble and a Cross in and Hyams got forward well in the box. Got really difficult volley and it hits the defender and then hits him oh, and yeah. how, rolls out. How was the, um, I mean, away support again, what without usual good away support, you know, in numbers? Not not massively. It's a big stand behind the goal there. They yeah. were in quite good voice for the first sort of 20 up to the goal, I guess. You know, a lot of you're going down chance and things like that. There was no, there was nothing anti-Mick and, other than... They sarcastically cheered the Selena substitution on 54. So, given, I mean, I would still say, what's the point? You know, just, you know, but given how it has been, uh, they were. On that note, and you haven't mentioned him, did Selena make any impact at all? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, okay. if you're gonna if you're gonna play as badly as we are at the moment, you might as well start Carriol and start. Selena oh, and say, well, absolutely. we're not going to play. We're not going to play any football. So just go four-four-two. Just go four-four-two. Yeah. You, you two have the ball and, and dribble it and lose it as many times as you want because we're not. We're not going to play through you because we. <laughs> it's just not happening at the moment. He did against Bristol City, didn't? He, if you remember, you know that. Like, I know he only came on with about ten minutes to go, probably in the eighty-fifth minute plus five after, and um, you know he was busy and getting on the ball at, at Bristol City and creating a little bit. I mean, um, yeah, at least I suppose, you know, in that respect, yesterday he did throw him on 40 minutes earlier. But, yeah, it was just, I mean, it, again, a Mills who, who who sometimes can, can you know, be a 
it's a bit of a cure for an insomnia sometimes, but he speaks a lot of sense. And he just said, I cannot understand this. He should go, you know, he should just go now. You said yourself, players are clocked off, so seemingly so yesterday. He should go now. And, and you know, the, the point he made and um, was, you know, yes, give it to someone and maybe someone will tweet this in. Someone the likes of Gerard Nash with Brian Klug alongside him. Give it to him to the end of the season. What have you got to lose if you're not going to appoint anyone from now to the end of the season? Yeah, I, I agree. And the thing I'm starting to say is I was just about to instigate a discussion with you. Um, Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 not at all. Yeah. Um, and say, well, maybe you should take out Carter Vickers and go for. And then the answer to a lot of these things is, what's the point? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What's what? Because yeah. now you're saying, okay, so the manager's not going to be there next season. Selena's not going to be there next season. I offer's not going to be there. Carter Vickers is not going to nope. be there. And it's Connolly. this, um, it's this kind <laughs> of purgatory now. Um, ben, tomorrow could be horrific. <laughs> Potentially, tomorrow could really be the one, couldn't it? My um, God. Ips Rich texted me <laughs> earlier saying it's the Benjamin Bloom derby because I get accused of being a Millwall yeah. fan amongst other... No, Benjamin not... Bloom derby, Rich, is yeah. full of Millwall. Full of um, Millwall. Yeah. Oh, you got to love a bit. You've got to love me a bit of full of... Um, look, we'll get your view on it in a minute, Dave. Go on. So, the tweet I put out was... Actually, let's read it <laughs> word for word. Um... Mick's contract has seven games left. How do you see it going? Because we've gone from, it seems, on Thursday, okay, he's going. And then we've just kind of, all the players come out on Saturday and it's like, oh, wait a minute. How's this going to work for another, <laughs> you know, for another few weeks? Six weeks, um, yeah. So, uh, at Jay Cook, uh, McCarthy should be put on gardening leave. He doesn't want to be here. The fans don't want him here. And the strange atmosphere this creates will have an effect on the players. Uh, Justin, let the club focus on making a Sir Bobby Robson type appointment rather than a dual one. The, the Mick Exiteers have their wish. Please stop moving the goalpost to say now we want MM out. Let's focus on making our club appealing to new manager players. Uh, da, da, da. Matt Stab says no wins. Uh, Wazza says that'll be seven one nil defeats. Then um, Scott, remember Scott with the abs. Um, after going the game yesterday, I think we best can hope for is seven nil nils because the team has no plan for attacking. Don't know what Mick did with the two week break. Well, he sorted out his future, Scott. Um, uh, Christopher will be treading water for the next seven games. Put the club first. This is not about making his farewell tour. Um, I can't. Uh, this is Jacks. I can't really read it if I'm honest. I can't see the players giving 100% as they're not playing for anything at all now. Just be good to get behind the players, make some noise for them, and let them know they're wanted next season. Uh, Joe, I see it going badly. Clear now. Even Mick is not happy with the situation, so we'll do decent thing. I'd like to see an announcement before the Millwall game that he's done. So those that want to give him a clap can, and then let's just muddle through until we appoint someone. Not fair as it is. Uh, tricky. Um, oh, this is about Ward. Um, he's, just, yeah, he's just replying about Ward. Um, so, uh, slower. Uh, now the mix situation has been announced. The elephant in the room is basically how very ordinary some of our players are. To criticise is not being disloyal. It's about being honest. Yesterday was terrible. Yes, we have players missing, but the likes of Ward and Nudson are poor. Um, Timmy, most important thing is someone putting an arm around Bart and probably Nudson. McCarthy is not the person to do that. Put Klug in charge for the last four games. Noel, now the decision has been made, it would be best for everybody that 
MM left now. It's unfair to him, the team and the club, sorry, and the fans to prolong the avenue further. Let Brian Klug be caretaker, manager, and make an appointment. Uh, Tim, roll the young guns dice, not with gay abandon, but blooding them ready for next year mm-hmm. when they might be required. Budget could be tight, but it's not as tight as the Canaries. Um, oh, I'm going to apologise. So there's a, a whole scroll there. But the main, the main thrust of those tweets, Dave, is it's gone from on Thursday, oh, He's going, Euphor- what's going to happen Euphoria, next? Euphoria, yeah. So, um, hang on oh. a minute. <laughs> How does this work? How does this work? What's, what's your view? I agree. I agree totally. I agree with, the, you know, I said Nash and Kluge, but Kluge, caretaker, absolutely. I think that's the way to go. I really do. And, uh, you know, I said it a few minutes ago, tomorrow could be the absolute tipping point. It really could. Um, yeah, and I, and I totally agree. I think it was tricky or someone said there or no, maybe said that, yeah, you know, not don't, by any means, stick them all in all at once. Give Morris a run. Give Falami a run. Drine in. Give them a run. Give them a game. You know, what's what, what we got to lose? Absolutely what we got to lose. Nothing. Mm, it's a bit depressing, um, actually. It is, really. It is. Um, uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just don't see, I don't see anything to be gained by him staying till the end of the season. Nothing at all. Only, I guess, you know, he, he's already come out as well, you know, let's see if we can finish top 10. Well, yeah, okay. So what? Anything that really matters to me, and it's not really important in the grand scheme of things, it'd be nice to finish above Norwich. To Absolutely I think it's been right. nine, yeah, it nine years or something in a row. Almost they've, as long yeah, yeah, since we last beat them, of course. Yeah, when they got relegated. They've finished exactly. above us. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't really have a lot to add to that other than... I think you can. I don't I, think you can. So if, if you thought... Yeah, oh, my view on this is if you thought yesterday was weird, tomorrow is going to be stranger i think well and you go from a bad team that has something to play for to a, to a good team that has well, something absolutely to, buzzing absolutely that right has something to play for yeah um, he would, i mean there's a there's a manager for you there is a manager for you but there you go there you go um let's go to the roundup then dave yeah, um yeah. so wolves stay he's going to play friday weren't they? there's only two games yesterday yeah Bizarrely. so wolves friday. stay they're sort of 13 clear now. They won 2-1 at Borough. 13 clear with seven to go. Um, what is that? Three wins in there? Three Probably wins in there? A couple, a couple of wins draw. Yeah, that'll be all right. Yeah, um, it just come strong again, haven't they? Two, two yellows, though. So two suspensions coming up for Neves and um, two second yellows for Neves and Doherty within the space of about a quarter of an hour. So they just uh, put that big dude in that you like, whose name I can't remember. Big, huge guy. Oh Christ, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I do know what you mean, yeah. Um, late consolation by Bamford, he's in some good scoring form, but um, yeah, Wolves, like you said, Borough hanging on to sixth on goal difference. It's bunching up there in the bloody hell those last two spots in the playoffs. We'll get onto that. Um, Cardiff mm. get their eighth win oh, in a row, but the caveat is, Dave, they've basically really? got to survive the next three games. They've got Sheffield United away, Wolves at home, and then Villa away. So if they can get four points from, I can, I can see them. Virtually winning them. Oh, there they are on a run. Brilliant. So I, I, I took um, George to the airport um, on Friday. So I was listening to uh, um, Talk Sport on and um, they interviewed Warnock after. Incredible. And he was talking about that Patterson. So it's a four, I think it's a fourth straight game that Patterson has scored. And he's like converted him to an attacking midfielder, I believe now. And he's saying, um, but he said, when he came to you, right back. He's brilliant, Warnock. He said, yeah, he said, I realised after like a couple of training sessions, a right back that couldn't defend. So I had to do something with him. So I thought, give him a game. I mean, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Unbelievable. 
Um, yeah. I, I don't want to denigrate Mr. Warnock's achievement, but remember, an attacking midfielder for Warnock is basically someone who, when the long throw-ins and the corners are going in the box, just goes up and... Well, he's there, as he said. He's there on a Nine spot. goals. Four in, four in four games, mate. Yeah, yeah. and Mendes Lang scoring again, Zahor. Rare goal for Bent, actually, for um, for Cardiff. But, um, I mean, well, we'll get on to the, the next team in a minute. Well, you'll, you'll say more about that, but what a run they are on. My God, incredible. Yeah, for, but, yeah, so Norwich nil... Fulham yeah. too. So now I've were, I've seen Brentford win at Norwich and Fulham win at Norwich, but Ipswich can do it for me. Um, we're close. Yeah. So twenty. I was there with um with my father and twenty six ah. twenty six thousand. Um, you gotta say yeah, very good. Uh, at Norwich. Um, yeah. it. Do you know it was real Mick McCarthy Ipswich stuff. He set up. He set up to stop Fulham, and it was pretty tight. And well, Fulham just out, had so. more attacking intent and stuck two goals in there but Dave Fulham uh, I, I was talking to a Fulham fan on YouTube yesterday this smacks of Burley's Ipswich they're going to get Pulis or Bruce or someone in the playoffs get bullied out of it and so they, they, he was saying to me oh we've got we've got momentum momentum don't matter who in the playoffs the playoffs is about how clever your manager is yeah, and we've seen said, it a million you've seen it a this. million times and I yeah, can see Fulham as much as I love them they'll get Pulis or Steve Bruce, or even worse, they'll get Millwall or Chris Wilder. Can can you see and do a job on them? All of those managers, and they'll you know they'll they'll do a job. It's not the playoffs is about getting through it, isn't it? And you see, Huddersfield didn't score a single goal other than shootouts, and we've it's seen attrition in it. It's attrition. Yeah. They um, I mean, Johansson and Kearney. Good, good Kearney's goal was brilliantly taken. We know, I know, he's you know, just a good skill, well taken. I mean, they, they, them and Cardiff are incredible. 17 games undefeated now. I mean, but they've just come across Cardiff in this unbelievable run, haven't they? Just a bit unfortunate, really. And just a couple, couple more things, just for Ipswich fans. So Norwich's best player, Madison, out on the wing, oh. watching um, Matt Target running up and down. Um, it was all very, very Mick. And I listened to the really? radio Norfolk, and a chap called Mervin phoned up and said he would like to be their manager next season. No. Mick McCarthy. Oh, stop it with yourself. <laughs> stop did. it. Sorry, was it April Fool? It was the day before April no, Fool, wasn't it? Oh, come on. What sort of people days. phone up the Radio Norfolk phoning? Come on. But yeah, well, it was, yeah it I was know, a... I know, Mervyn. Yeah, oh my God. Um, It was a good watch. Um, Hull yeah. nil, Villa nil. So Hull are now six clear with seven to play. So they look safe and Villa look pretty much... Yeah. It's a Nigel Atkins fact, the one one defeat in eleven. Mm, look pretty much interesting for us. What yeah. about this one, Dave? Derby one, Sunderland <laughs> Sunderland four. Sunderland are still five off Birmingham though. They still look pretty well odds on to go down, don't they? Oh, I saw some of this game. This was Friday evening, was it? The Derby were awful, mate. Dreadful. <laughs> Honestly. How oh, did they do just, it? It was cringy. It was like almost, yeah, you know, hiding behind the sofa type stuff, you know, it was like horror film. Mate, I, was, I thought it must be Easter, exclamation mark. Eight games without a win. Um, just in playoff spots, so 62 points on goal difference. Um, after being second comfortably in February, it's just all third, gone. Third bottom of the form it's charts. Only, Barn, only Barnsley and Burton are worse than them at the moment. And you've got those teams lining up with... Um, you'd think Borough will go on and take fifth, wouldn't you? And you've got Sheffield United and Millwall. Millwall yeah, Bristol know. City, sure about yeah i yeah. think so um yeah i mean sunderland yeah they just did a did a job at the defending was just shocking mate honestly yeah mm. yeah but, um 
<laughs> I just don't know. Let's go to Barnsley 2, Bristol City 2. And yeah. Kiefer yeah. Moore, watch. He's getting warmed up for coming to... Um, everybody, do it now. Get your money on Kiefer Moore to score any time at Portman Road, Tuesday the 10th of April. And <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. You will win that bet. Yeah. Yeah, he's third third goal. He missed some chances. I saw it in the highlights show. He did miss some chances though. But yeah, he, he was he he was also set the um he was got a good assist for Potts later on in the game. Um yeah, so two two Bristol City. Yeah, still saying enough. Um, but Barnsley, here at... in bottom three after Birmingham win. Mm. And the Lions of Millwall, um, just brilliant. Um, so they win again two nil against. Forest and they're coming to Ipswich tomorrow and they just look odds on to win, don't they? Given the circumstance and the way they're playing. They did. Colin Murray said, or I think I heard this on the highlights show, that this this was like the fourth time in the last five games they've scored in the first minute. No, fourth time this season. And of course, oh, one sorry. of those would have yeah. been uh, Wallace against Ipswich in August. Christ, yeah, of course. They yeah. scored pretty much from, from kickoff there. So you can imagine the way they're going to start against us. And I've seen, it, miles an hour. I've seen it before. You know, when you... I've seen it at Ipswich many times. When you have a team that comes with momentum and a load of fans. I always remember Forrest under Dave Bassett. They didn't even have to play well. They just knock, knock in a 1-0 and away they go. It just carries them. Yeah, apparently they're bringing like 1,700 tomorrow. So... Yeah, be um be an interesting win, very, very tough. And also tomorrow if they win it'll set which you said before, their club record sit consecutive away away win, which is yeah, very, very impressive. Yeah. Another one, tenth of the season for Gregory, you like him, don't you? I like most of them. I don't like the way Mill will play. Good side. Um Brentford won Sheffield United. Dave, I have paid to see Ryan Woods on <laughs> April the uh, is it next Saturday? And he got you sent off. See. Oh, comedy, mate. Handbags, him and Blackman. So it's one of those ones, ridiculous. So Basham had put Sheffield United ahead. Uh, one of these deep, deep, deep line centre centre halves, isn't he? He's, well, he's, he's their roving centre half, isn't oh, he? Oh, both of them do it. O'Connell on yeah, the Yeah, Basham and the O'Connell. Yeah. Mepham equalised, 68. And then, um, so it was one of those, and every, every one to a man went over to the corner flag to celebrate with Mepham. I think it was his first goal for the club. I think he made his debut for Wales in the Guy, week or something. He's, um, he's from this way, actually. Mepham, um, guy, guy I worked with in Hayes used to play five a side with him. Oh, okay. Um, and um, it's one of those ones. So Woods runs to get the ball out of the net and trot back to the centre circle with him. And it was a. Have you seen it? I've seen it. Woods is quite short. Blackman's quite tall. <laughs> it was like a kid. Woods was jumping up to try and get the ball from Black <laughs> from Blackman. It was a comedy moment. Then he sort of like there was a couple of little slaps went in and um, sort of Blackman just pushed him away. I was just. I have consulted the laws, Dave, and oh, the, go on. the law states. Delaying a restart is an offence. So if Blackman was holding the ball, he was right, delaying they, the restart. Okay, well they wouldn't have delayed because the um, because all the Brentford team, apart from Woods, were in the, in the, in the corner celebrating. So it was no way, no way, a real delay. To why, don't they anyway. just, why don't they just say when the ball goes in the goal, no one's allowed to touch it, and the ref has to go and get it out, there and then go. that will never ever happen. Ever, ever again. That if would you, have sorted it. But if it was you a comedy. It, you a get a million comedy. pound fine and a season ban. There you go. Out you go. A good, a good comedy moment, anyway. Um, I don't understand this. Sheffield Wednesday four, Preston one. I don't. I don't get. Sheffield Wednesday were terrible when I saw them. Did you see the goal? Andre the Giant scored his second it's ridiculous, goal. Ridiculous, wasn't it? <laughs> Where did that come from? But Jow again. They bought Jow on at half time. God, why didn't they not play him? Um, and he basically turned the game. He scored in the, I think he scored the first goal, 52 minutes. Good player, but why he doesn't play, I don't know. Significantly for them, um, Forestieri, 
first game back since August. Knee ligaments, I think. Um, trademark, um, trademark free kick for them. Yeah, Preston. Yeah, bad result for them, but they're still they're still on the cusp. I think they're temp sixty points. So yeah, they're in that in that bunch. Leeds to Bolton one. So Leeds have the distinction of moving above Ipswich into the <laughs> top half of the table and move Ipswich into the into the bottom half where they'll probably stay. We'll we'll gloss over yeah. that one. Bolton Bolton Birmingham on Tuesday, I think, and Bolton take uh, Birmingham taking forty eight hundred fans to that to that. Is that right? That's probably the whole of that stand at the yeah, side of the Macron, well, isn't it? And um, Reading get cool. a good win, but I want to talk about Paul Clement's hair quickly. I know I'm a man who's blessed with excellent hair, but he's brushing oh. every bit of it forward. And you know when Shearer had oh. the little bump there? Oh, the little, little island green. Yeah, don't, island hi- green. don't hide your baldness. It's yeah. it's fine. Go do it. Yeah. Someone said to me once, you, I know Statman likes to say two bald men fighting over a comb. You only, does, no, you only notice a bald man when he tries to hide it, don't you? You do, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Paul... hiding it quite quite well with my headphones. Paul, Paul, Paul Clement, Dave. Um, yeah, well, first first game, first win. There you go. <laughs> and we're going there. We're going there. I thought we were guaranteed to win if Jap Stam stayed there. Oh, we're I might, going there. I might a... put an appearance for that one with Pat. We spoke about that the other day, the 28th of April, I think. Is, so yeah, might, is might Pat get not to banned that. from any game involving Ipswich anywhere in Europe? <laughs> Stop it now! Stop it now! <laughs> He's oh going to sit in the red in, in the red in stand. Did you see that? Sp- well, we'll talk. About I'm going to refrain from commenting on that and move no, on. No. We'll move on. To the, hi Pat, I love you, Pat, um, Patrick, naughty boy. <laughs> um, I'm going to move on to the most boring extrapolation from the, of the season. This is nearly as boring as. Do you remember when we drew six in a row last season or whatever it was? Bonkers. Go on. Um, <laughs> Ipswich are 13th. They have 52 points from 39 games. That's 1.333 recurring points per game and project 61. Remember the magic number last year, 55. So um, for all the, um, we nearly got for a podcast, for all the be careful what you wish for imbeciles who want to accuse Ipswich fans like they have any control over anything and wishing is going to do anything, um, that it's not actually that better than 16th position last season that we're, quote, Wishing for crap. Um, crap. Goals, Waghorn, 12 assists. Waghorn, 8 Oops. minutes. Bar. When did we last score? Again? When did we last score? Can you remember? Um, it would have been Waghorn's freak. Or would have been Carayel. Which which came first? Preston or Sheffield Wednesday? I don't know. No, the, game, the games just seem to it's morph Wag- into one kick. another. Now. We haven't scored yeah. in the last four. so It was it was Waghorn at Sheffield Wednesday, wasn't it? Good goal. Yeah, if, that's had... the last goal if that's the last goal we score this season, it was a very oh good way to finish. <laughs> dear oh me um, let's go to the Nasdaq James having to just bet on Ipswich losing every week but we know that James is a positive guy and he bet on Ipswich to win either half yesterday James that was foolhardy um, James. that well, did not happen he also yeah, went for a, he also went for a treble of Leeds over Bolton so he won that yep. one Bristol City over Barnsley no good 2-2 James Preston over Sheffield Wednesday Bullshit away win bet there, wasn't it? Um, you can follow James uh, at James Dak, uh, un- James Dak underscore ninety nine or something on, on on Twitter. Um, and he's been a great sport this season. He's put two bets on for us. Yeah, every, brilliant. Every single week. Um, let's talk to the the renegade stat man who's already in the queue to get his season ticket. Um, on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, he, he was he was putting that out on Twitter, wasn't he? Saying, will, 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 the, will the club contact me directly? Well, I almost meant, well, you personally, Stat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Look what we've done, Stat, come back. Um, <laughs> easy lads, 
Well, Mick's <laughs> gone. It's all been said. We go again. It's time to look forward and back the new manager. Some say history will look fondly on Mick McCarthy's time as Ipswich boss. I personally doubt it. But I'm sure me and Dave, Dave and I, will come across some corkers from McCarthy's time at Ipswich on the excellent This Week in ITFC History pod. With it being Easter, I'm spending time with the Statlaws and other delinquent members of the Statman family. So this week's Stat of the Week is something that I could grab off the shelf very quickly. Town have failed to score in their past four games. And so the Stat Machine and myself took a trip back to see when was the last time which was failed to score in five consecutive games. We hadn't, figuratively speaking, got out of the drive before we reached October 2016. In that sequence, Town failed to score at home to Villa, away to Leeds, home to Brighton and Huddersfield, and then finally away to Blackburn. The only other time this century Town had a similar goal drought was in February 2007, when Town failed to score in six consecutive games. 2007, Dave Magilton? Yeah. Um, the club record is seven. This happened in the colossal stat-breaking April 1995. Town conceded yeah. 23 goals in those seven games, <laughs> finally ending when Ian Marshall scored oh, yeah. away to Arsenal at Highbury. So, with seven games to play, there is every chance this record could be beaten this season. Peaceful Easter to everyone. Renegade. Well, stat that, and I, I think we must mention his... Um, his oh, yeah, appearance yeah, yeah. On, yeah. on RTE on RTE um, RTE radio over in over in Ireland to discuss the um, so Statman went on the... national radio on Thursday he used night national in... radio on it's very good yeah I, I did laugh with him because I think he actually um, he ended up costing RTE um, revenue because I think he talked straight through two ad breaks <laughs> well you know but no he was brilliant he was very very good I know he I know he really enjoyed it and um, yeah looking at Twitter he's got some really good feedback so and um, and he, yeah, he got the he got the pod in twice, so that was superb. We got Good two work. mentions. Good work yeah. to the stat man, and Good we must say it's been a brilliant season for the podcast. So we've been on you were on Radio Berkshire, we've been on Talk Sport, we've been on uh, the Anfield Rap, we've been on Channel gaff. Five, we've been on, been on Irish 5. National Radio. Yeah, but it says the Blue Monday podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and there I'm, we go. I'm just I'm not not to demean it at all. I'm on the Naked Footy Show this Wednesday. Oh, are you? Oh. Yeah. Excellent work. Um, yeah, we need to give a shout out to listener Jules who was on there last oh, he week. Was super, Jules he was, was superb. First, first time on. I not superb Jules at geography though. Not superb at geography. No, he's terrible at geography. He got confused with Bournemouth. Was it Bournemouth and Bournemouth Preston? and Blackpool. Bournemouth, yeah, Blackpool. Sorry, on his way to Preston. But um, what I loved about Jules was he was obviously from my era. Which he's your vintage, great. isn't he? Yeah, oh yeah, love him. Love him. Right. Brilliant. Um, before we go to two little ducks, um, the. The ruling committee has been in touch. So um, Ben Dawkins was listening to um, the excellent podcast, Quickly Kevin, Will He Score?, which is an excellent 90s football podcast. And they play a similar game to Two Little Ducks. And they have an interesting rule that if we'd enforced last week... Um, quite right. Yeah, quite right. So there's two new rules coming into Two Little Ducks. Um, oh, the no. first is... Oh, can I take it? Go on. The first is if your player is a used substitute, yeah, you I'm get to continue. Okay. Oh yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. And second. And we're introducing the lifeline, not just because it's my go. You'll get it as well. No, 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 no. Introducing the golden goose, Dave. So what does that mean? So the golden goose means that if I'm really unsure about a certain player, I can call the golden goose, and if they're wrong. I get to continue. Oh, I can only yeah, use that I once, pass. and I have to specify. I oh, love it. it. 
Lovely. Yeah. So the rules Good. of two little ducks are that. It's my turn this week. Um, Dave is going to pick a game from the annals, annals of Ipswich Town history. Um, as I always point out here, Dave has a podcast called This Week in ITFC History and a ridiculous memory. So he has no excuse ever to lose to me ever stop it with and yourself is a disgrace if he does lose to me ever <laughs> oh, it's a disgrace <laughs> okay you're um, gonna love this it's, it's let me going just quickly back. go through Dave okay. quickly um so the, rule, the rules are i have to name as many players that started the game um yeah. in a row as i can if i name a player that didn't start unless yep. he was a huge substitute or i've called my golden goose beforehand um Sure, I'm just I'm just finding the plug. Sorry, carry on. Oh, yeah. you're finding the plug. Um, yeah. So, yeah, those are the rules. And now I'm going to stitch Dave up because I can't think of anything to pad. Um, just make the plugs yeah. up, Dave. Oh, I can't make the plugs up. I'm rubbish at making the plugs up. Where are the plugs? Where are the plugs? I tell you, I'll, just, I'll just laugh at you trying to guess these. Okay. Anyway, um, we go back. Not but I think you'll like it because I know you liked the, the other team as well. 27th of January, mm-hmm. 2000. Oh, okay. And two. Oh. FA Cup, fourth round, live on What's Sky. That? Actually, actually, live on BBC, I believe. I believe it was live on BBC. Ipswich Town, one. Manchester City, four. Wow, Keegan's Man City. 21,199. Expectant fans crammed into Portman Road. Um, oh my word! We were on a great run. Well, I think we we were on a great run. Stop a great right run there, in the Dave. League. What is Kevin Keegan doing? Is he out of work? Keegan, uh, Keegan <laughs> in. One of my favourite managers of all time. Oh, you got to love Kev. Sorry, you I talked right Kev. over your nice little setup there. Don't, sorry. don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. You got to love Kev. Um, and I think looking at the two teams, I think the um, the free pass. I'll, I'll give you a clue. The free pass. And also the Golden Goose has come at a good week for you, I think. A good week. Oh, does Matt Holland not play or something? Stop. Look, I'm not giving oh, okay. anything away. Look, stop Stop okay. it with this. So I, um, I, 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 will, well, I will try. No, I won't because I've got to concentrate on you. Okay. But um, I know you're going to give right. you 30 seconds. While you're, no, while no, you're, no, it's fine. While the 30 seconds, it over, 30 seconds is um, not going to help. It's not going to help. It's not going to help. I'm going to go for it straight away, Dave. I'm trying to find the plug. but that, you I'll do the plug. The right, end. go for it. Sean Gota. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
Whether you want to protect yourself whilst online or just get access to more streaming content, NordVPN has the solution for you and are now in partnership with us here at Blue Monday. NordVPN can be your cyber bodyguard whilst you're browsing online, but it also allows you to access more streaming content from abroad like sporting events, box sets or films. With one click of a button, NordVPN can digitally transport you to the US, Australia or Amsterdam. For the price of an ITFC match programme each month, you can subscribe to NordVPN and have access to these great services. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, head to nordvpn.com slash bluemonday or click the link in the podcast description. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so get yourself a great deal and support the podcast in the process. You love your goat. He's one of my favourite players of all time. <laughs> Correct. Right. He may be a used sub, but he scored. Darren Huckabee. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a clue. I'll, I'll, I'll give you not a clue. I'll give some help with Man City. They didn't use any subs. They didn't have okay, to. There you go. go on. Dar- Darren Huckabee. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, who scored a ridiculous goal? Ile Berkovic. Did he not also kick John Hartson in the head? Was it vice versa? Other way around. Yeah. So I've got three, and they're all Man City players. Who scored for Ipswich? Marcus Bent. That's a good memory. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have remembered that. I don't think. Um, yeah. That's the goal scorer, isn't it? Did Goethe score twice? Uh, no. I don't... Uh, might have done. Yeah, yeah, could have done. Mm. Who the hell else would have played for Ipswich? Two thousand and two. Relegation season. Relegation season. So we were just coming off. We were just in the midst, probably coming to the end of that great eight-game, seven-eight-game run. See, I'm no, not we'd sure lost whether Matteo Serrani or Andy Marshall would have been playing in goal. Um, is he gonna? Is he gonna use it? Hmm. <clears throat> okay, Matt Holland. Yeah. Is this the bit where Stuart was out for a couple of months? Or did Stuart hit the crossbar? Should have asked him. Did you not ask him the other week? <laughs> um, who would have been playing in defence? Macon, Horidison, McGreal. Herman Horidison. Oh, yeah. Um, Danny Tiato. No. Oh, I've struck out on six. Right, can I go through some other names then, I think? Yeah. Um, Richard Edgehill, Ali Banabia. No, no. Sean, no. Sean Wright no, Phillips. So, Sean Wright Phillips, yes. Ali Benabia, yes. He was good that game. Um, he was good for every game he played for Man City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do the town line up for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was Marshall. That 2002, uh, Dave, is hard because that, that was an unsettled team, wasn't it? It was. Marshall, Wil- well, the subs were. Marshall, Wilness, Horidas and Bramble. Mm. McGreal, you mentioned. Jermaine Wright, Holland. Mm. Peralta. I would, yeah, I would have forgotten him. Royce, so that's a difficult one in there. Yeah. Royce, Bent, Stewart, Subs, you Subs, Clapham, Alan Armstrong, Ulrich Le Pen, you wow. Sub. Um, right, be- bear news. in mind, listeners, this Man City team Dave's about to read was in the Championship, not the Premier League, oh, Christ, the yeah. Championship. Unused Subs, Naila Serini. So, um, Nicky Weaver, Sean, in no particular order, Sean Wright Phillips, Jensen, Klaus Jensen. Jensen. No. 
Nicholas Jensen. Nicholas, Nicholas Jensen, yeah. I think. Gerard Vikings. Richard Dunn. Stuart Pearce. Wow. Stuart Pearce. Wouldn't have got him. Ali Benabia. Kyle Berkovich. Darren Huckabee. Sean Goater. Kevin Horlock. Wow. And on the bench. Names I don't even know on the bench. So Carlo Nash. Paul Dickoff. Ngoy. Never even heard of him. Mm, probably I mean, Keegan Turner from France. Killen. Never heard of him. And I think. Oh, Chris Killen. I think. And I think um, Shane Ritchie, and that's Paul Ritchie. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, Chris Killen, isn't it? Yeah. Good game that we were. Yeah, that did. I forgot about that game. Yeah, six. Yeah, but you were you were you were all round it, weren't you? Because you said you said McGreal and just not with not enough conviction. You've got to be. And you said Marshall, didn't you? But again, yeah. just weren't. Um, yeah. T- who did you get? Who did you, what was your goose? Danny Tiato, wasn't it? Danny Tiato. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was a. He's probably suspended, wasn't he? He used to get sent up a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, get, send us a probably. tweet in. Let us know um, how you scored on that. You probably did beat me this week with with six. Um, and, yeah, you're allowed to play your... If you're playing yourself, you have to say, I'm now using my golden goose. And you have to be very, 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 very honest. If you Disciplined, yeah. Um, Dave, Millwall and Brentford to come before the next podcast. Millwall, I've seen like four, five times... This yeah, season, yeah. not seeing them play badly, seeing them draw with Derby, draw with Cardiff, beat Reading away. I mean, what strikes me about them is what you said about us, our lack of intensity. They're very intense, aren't they? They are extremely <laughs> intense, yeah. <laughs> they will be in our faces tomorrow. Um, I mean, what, what would you see, you know, just turn it back slightly. What, what would you like to see our team? So start with, just go for it. Start um, with Carriel, start so... with Selena. If you, be- it, if you believe the Mick match-up hypothesis, Harris will definitely play 4-4. Four, four. In fact, we can do the whole Millwall team um, you, yeah. pretty much. So it'll be Morris and Gregory up front. It'll be Wallace Morris and Gregory good. up front. Um, Wallace, Wallace, Saville, um, yeah. Marshall and Hutchinson. That's it'll a great be, sign. Um, Romeo, I can't remember what the left-back's called. Um, two yeah. good full-backs get up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cooper... And Bruce, William, no, Hutchinson's the centre back. Um, and Archer yesterday. in goal. I can't remember what the left back's called. Um, but uh, McLaughlin, no. Um, but they're going to play four four two. They're going to press. They've got a big guy and a little guy up front. The fullbacks get forward. Two big centre halves. So it's proper, just old school English physical, football. So physical game. Mick, yeah. Mick might go. He might go back four, and um, he's now got an excuse to drop Carter Vickers. I know it sounds really really harsh yeah. if, he, if he went mm. back four he'd take um, Carter Vickers I don't think he will I think he'll back Carter Vickers so I think we're going to play three at the back still um, I'd like to see him do the what he did at Preston so you play three at the back you play two wing backs and then you have your two holders I think Ward's getting dropped so it might be Hyman Skews though rather than Connolly and Skews and then I'd love to see Selena Carriol and yeah. Waghorn and Waghorn go yeah. for it get, 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 get you know carry old get him off the leash please go for it uh, you know there's only there's the only thing that's going to get the fact i would say the fans back on side offside but you know it's only one that's going to give give the you know give the fans a lift i think tomorrow tomorrow could be um yeah nasty i think but, but we'll... um dave i don't know how you feel about this i had a rant um and some people agreed with me just about just about standards when i watch ramsey's kitchen nightmares he goes in there and he just yells at them. He's like, guys, come on, standards, standards. And something that really made me grump yesterday. So, um, Skews hits it out of play while he's trying to find Sears. Sears sticks his thumb up at him and then Skews sticks his thumb up. Knudsen plays it down the line to someone. 
Overhits it. He sticks his thumb up. He sticks his thumb up. Yeah, I read the this. The only That's... guy upholding standards there is Luke Chambers. And I know I've moaned at Chambers for no, 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 screaming no. particularly on. But where is Jim Magilton? But... I saw George. I saw a training session under George Burley once, and I saw him ball out Mark Venus for giving the ball away in a in a well, training session. Didn't didn't Jim Magilton punch David Johnson at West Brom? Yes, for missing a one on one. He pretty much did. He pretty much but hit him, where, didn't he? Who's, who's upholding the standards on on the? I know, I know. Bart, Chambers, Skews, and Waghorn have all had good good seasons and okay all, seasons. all yeah, can yeah. pretty much say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, yeah, I'm done okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah, what yeah. I've asked and I've done yeah. okay. But yeah. where is? Did you used to watch David O'Leary's leads? They were just yelling at each other the whole game. <laughs> you know, Bowyer yeah. and Hart and yeah. Smith and different, Huel. different, different players, better players. Yeah, did, yeah did you're you right. What I, I'm I, saying. Yeah, no, I do know what you're saying. And I, I, I didn't know where I heard there. this. Aside from that, I think someone else tweeted that and said, you know, what is that about? You know, someone misplaces a pass, the other guy goes, oh, bad luck. You know what? Yeah, what is that about? And someone actually did say that. Well, can you imagine Magilton? He'd, he'd be bursting a bloody blood vessel, wouldn't he? We did. Well, he obviously did. Well, you, he know actually, the, you know the famous un- story about Veron, um, where Keane gave him a horrible pass and he miscontrolled yeah. it on his first day, and, and it was no, this is United. You got to con- you, you control that. You know. Yeah. Or, I know these are great players, and Dennis Bergkamp yeah, yeah. saying, no, don't worry about the pass. I'll control it. I'll control it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or Vieira. Play, don't worry if you think I'm marked. Give me the ball. You know. Yeah, I'm and strong enough to come need, out with it. Yeah. We need if if the manager's not going to be there, this drop in standards in that last game uh, at Birmingham was just was it noticeable then? Yeah, yeah. really, it really was, yeah. really. And I mean, Mick was still cajoling. And I know he said. I mean, he said. You know, he said him and him and um, him and Connor were you know jumping up and down and yelling from the line and pretty much doing as they would normally do. I mean, did you notice them any? Um, any less animated than they usually are? Um, I was quite close in on the warm-up. Um, I didn't sit high up as I normally did. So, you know where they do the little uh, roulade or hotbox yeah, yeah, thing yeah. or whatever, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, wherever yeah. it's called. Um, yeah. And I saw Connor and it looked like, you know when someone's trying to over, you know, to prove yeah, that they're, over egg it, to prove that they're, you know, he was yeah. applauding everything. And it's, 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 not, it's just an it's odd it's just Odd a crap situation. crap situation. Well, Dave, I can I can say on Thursday I was hired to be a school teacher for four hours on the last day of term, and I watched the clock and did as little work as I possibly could. Yes, you did, because you know you're off. And I got out, and now I'm off for two weeks. A lovely, um, lovely day, lovely day. Off to Norwich the next day, and yeah, great stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Birmingham, and football, that's brilliant. That's got the End feeling. The and it's a long ninety minutes away at Brentford, isn't it? They just keep. Well, the, plus, I know Woods is not playing. Plus, now, I but... think. Plus, I think that's sold out. And I think reading between the lines, a lot of the sort of hardcore away support are going to that. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sorry to be missing that one. I'm going to go to Reading. I think as he's there, if 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 he stays, it'll be his last away game. And I quite like Reading. I've, I've been there a few times. It's quite easy to get to, isn't it? So, yeah, might. Um, yeah, going to go to Reading, but mate, I don't, I don't know. He may well not be there by then. I, I just don't know. But can, Dave, know. can you realistically see that? That that would be humiliating. No. Unless he put his hand up and said, "Look, look we we look, announced this is, it. This isn't working. Yeah, we can't. Is, I can't. I can't work like this. I thought I could, <coughs> but but I can't. You know, um, 
you know, I'm not getting, not saying not getting anything from the players. And yeah, yeah, that, that would be what it would be. Sorry, you contradict that. That would be what it'd be. You know, I, I thought, you know, I thought the players perhaps would not be on side, but perhaps would react in a more positive vein, but clearly they're not. And it, you'll never admit to lose in the dressing room, but. But you now have, you now have a vacuum of power at the top, don't you? Yeah. Where they know yeah. that, they know that, and it's like, what, what can you they're tell professional them? though. I mean, you, you've got to say, you know, they're going to try and play for their, you know, their professionals. They're going to play for their professional pride. I mean, you, you couldn't think they have got something to prove because there's going to be a new manager. The, the ones that are there next season, there's going to be a new manager coming in. They want to play. They want to, you know, where, where possible. Other, you know, new contracts. But I don't know. But Dave, it's a weird, McCarthy weird thing. is all about intensity. And do you remember the, the final three games of last year? I think it was Rotherham away and he changed eight players and lost one nil and Sheffield Wednesday at home. And then Forrest away, they checked out, you know, Forrest could have scored three goals in the first minute, couldn't they? Not when Samuel played, didn't he, I believe. Mm. Yeah, look, you know, not great. And Ben, I mean, this this perhaps leads us on to, um, I mean, yeah, well, we'll see Brentford. I mean, Brentford um, had a good season. It looks like they're going to miss out now. Um, As you said, no, they're 11th, 114, drew 13, 13, lost 12. 55 points, no wins in four. They're just going to miss out, I think. There's a lot of traffic, as we said, between them. Um, yeah, well, I did see yesterday, um, Alan Judge was on the bench yesterday. Yeah, so nice you never one. know. You might, yeah, yeah, that was Oh, good. he might be reunited with be, Luke Hyam then. Almost two years to the day, pretty much. I'm sure that was like mid, mm, their mid-April. First, their first tackle is going to be tasty, isn't it? God. <laughs> but moving on moving on from that, I think you alluded to at the start, being a, being a quite, a, well, one thing with Mick, but some real sad news coming out of the club this week. Yes, yeah, so both uh, Bobby Ferguson and Colin Harper both died um, this a, past week. Now, I'd yeah, ask yeah. you to do something on Bobby Ferguson before we, uh, yeah. Colin Harper died on Friday, is yeah, that yeah. right? Um, yeah, so just to... quickly on Colin Harper, not to um, yeah, no, no, Ferguson I mean, is obviously I mean, a very interesting, very interesting big figure Colin in Harper. the club. Um, was left back in the very first game I saw at Portman Road, which was a one-nil defeat by Burnley in January 1970. Um, and the next season, so very much Robson's formative team, formative years. Um, and the next team ever present, um, 71-72, which was a season of real consolidating. I think we finished in the end about. 11th 12th so proper consolidation before we kicked on the next year so he was ever present that season however interestingly enough a game or so before the end of the season he got sent first player I ever saw got sent off he got sent off against Sheffield United um comedy moment you remember the um Keegan and Bremner charity shield um you know pull off the shirts well he actually pulled his shirt off threw it at the ref <laughs> imagine to get the book thrown at him now so consequently he was suspended for the first game of the following season. A space at left back. Who came in to make their debut? Kevin Beatty at Old Trafford. Wow. So chances are, if he hadn't been suspended. So at the start of that season, the back four was, um, which was the start of the season when we finished fourth, got into Europe, was David Best in goal, Milk Mills, um, Hunter was there, then Derek Jefferson, Chopper Jefferson, and Kevin Beatty at left back. Harper then came in, Harper then came into the team, and of course then Beatty, assumed his, his almighty position at centre-half alongside Hunter. So the, the, the initial back four in the, in the real first year was um, was Mick Mills right back, Harper left back, Beatty and Hunter. Har- Harper, unfortunately, in the famous game away at Lazio, got a terrible injury, terrible tackle, um, did his knee ligaments. I think got back, that was 73, 74, got back sort of autumn of 74, 75. Um, 
And then in a League Cup game at Norwich, I believe, got done again by Duncan Ferguson. Uh, Duncan, Duncan Ferguson, where did that come from? Duncan Forbes, the Norwich bruising centre half. He'd done him, and that was it. He very uh, hardly made any more. I don't think. I think that was in fact his last appearance for the town. So he made about 100, I think 175, 176 appearances over 10 seasons. I think 66. To, I think his debut 66, 67, something like that. To um, to that last game at Norwich, went on to, um, I think it was player manager, player coach at Port Vale. Things were going, you know, for a little while. Then they had a change of a manager, a man new manager came in and he sort of drifted there into, into um, sort of non-league. I think he managed Chelmsford in Sudbury town and became a builder. He, he was a builder in town. He had a, um, you know, his daughter own. went to Stoke High. I think so. Yeah. Had his own, years above I think, me, yeah, yeah. He's, I think maybe his son as well. Um, I think he was a decent player. Um, yeah, so yeah, very sad. You know, seventy-one. No, no age really. I knew his brother John. You know, condolences to him. I think he listens to this. I know he's a big town fan, and he always used to sit when I used to have tickets um, a few seasons back in the, what was the Green King stand there, Sir Ralph. A lot of the ex-players had tickets, sort of few rows behind me, and he's always there with his brother and a few of the other, you know, ex-town players. So yeah, and a local lad as well. So yeah, very. You know, very sad, 71. And, um, you know, you hear Beatty and others talk about him, said he was a top, top. And he was, I remember, top quality left back, great left foot, you know, big, massive legs, you know, proper, proper, you know, player. And, um, yeah, very, yeah, quite sad, quite sad. Um, and Bobby Ferguson, they did a yeah. um, did an announcement yesterday at Birmingham because he'd worked for worked for Birmingham as well. And I need, I need you to debunk it because for a... Um, for a fan of my age, we used to hear that Ferguson was the guy that um, took over after Robson when it when it all went went wrong, and that's that's what we're given. But there's a lot of history before. So no, so Ferguson was a fullback. He's a footballer. I mean, he's died this week. He's eight eight. He's a bit older than Colin Harper. He was he was a pro footballer. I think played for um, Newcastle um, back in the day. Played for played for Cardiff City uh, fullback, and actually played in the Cup Winners' Cup semi-final um, way back 66, 67, something like that. Um, finished his finished his playing career. I don't know. Yeah, finished his playing career, and um, came on the coaching staff at. Um, no, sorry, he um, he went to Newport and was the league's youngest manager for a time at 31. And then um, he came on, a, he was taken on by Robson, whether they, because he was from the North East as well, Northumberland, so whether they knew each other and joined Towns coaching staff in 1970. So he was the youth coach um, initially for the, the great FA Youth Cup side, 73 and 75, the two sides. Weren't it? So 73 would included Burley would have been in there, I think. Gates may have been in that one, but certainly then 75, you've got John Walk, um, Russell Osborne was in the 75 team. I don't think Butcher was. I think that's a bit too soon for Butcher. So when he was made, um, when he was coached, so after 1978 Cup final, the coach, Robson's number two for, for the sort of like the early years of the 70s to the Cup final was Cyril Lee. He left as coach and Ferguson was promoted up and Superb. So, so hence all these young players coming into the team at the time. Osmond was just about ready there. Obviously, John Walk had worked with he worked with Burley, um, and then of course, consequently, Gates Brazil came through. He worked with a Butcher. He'd worked with all these players, and I remember a bit from um, Terry Butcher's book, and he puts all these, you know, how who made him as a player. He said Robson was great, brilliant man manager. He said, but as a coach and a um, you know, someone to really, um, you know, encourage and, and a almost, mentor. yeah, a mentor, sorry, almost provoke you into playing. Butcher was this great lad, six foot two, gangly as hell, but was soft, you know, would sort of tackle someone and almost apologise. 
and you know he, he said um you know Fergus used to say oh you're soft you'll never make a play you're pathetic you're weak and he said it was him that he was so determined to to prove him wrong and the other great thing and I think this is this is sort of fairly common knowledge it was him that that came up with the idea the great idea to play Eric Gates in that withdrawn role in that sort of like but but behind Mariner and um, behind Mariner and Brazil, um, he'd play the reserves. I think in the reserves he'd first done it with a again another local lad, a black lad called John John Miller, Johnny Miller, who um, who played it, who he got to play a similar position in the reserves. So um, and that was and, and that was it. I mean, it was him. Apparently, it was him that came up with the idea to play Geddes wide up against Sammy Nelson in the cup final to stop Nelson marauding forward. So brilliant tactically. And they said, you know, um, what does come what does come of it? They said, you know, Robson, you know, manager extraordinaire, fantastic. You know, the players he bought, you know, fantastic. Um, his man management skills, brilliant. Everyone wanted to play for Robson, but they said, you know, actually as a coach. Ferguson um Ferguson was a man so you know Robson leaves for the England job in 82 and it's almost it's an odd one Ben it's almost a rite of passage for Ferguson whether he was ever really comfortable doing it it was a it's a bit like David Moyes taking over from Alec you know Alec Ferguson it's almost a hospital hospital past you know what I mean um but it was a natural progression I think and he um but there again then you know they built the pioneer stand when every seat in the ground was sold as a season ticket can you imagine that well yeah well obviously a lot of standing then um and the players left so when he's you know um in that 82 in the close season Murin went to Man United um 82 83 then you lost Tyson and then you had the transfer request from Walker Mariner they were sold. The clubs were losing money. The gates were falling. The clubs, were, you know, all these players coming to the end of their contracts were leaving. And I think he, a great quote from him. He said, it's almost like trying to eat your dinner with your hands tied behind your back. He was like, you know, it was total, totally you know, sort of hamstrung by it by all. Um, and it's brilliant, you know, for those first two seasons, 82, 83, but certainly 83, 84, 84, 85, you worked miracles really in keeping the team up. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I remember 84 going to see us play, um, we were still in the relegation. I think in one weekend, I think we played Liverpool. That was like wits and bank holiday, I'm sure. We played Liverpool on a Saturday, got a 2-2 draw. Superb. Went to Man U and actually won 2-1. I think Alan Sunderland, De Bray scored, I think. Um, incredible result. And that, that kept us up then. We stayed up the next season, really, by the skin of our teeth. And of course, 85, 86, we went down last day of the season. We beat, um, we lost at Sheffield Wednesday, I think. And then, Two days later, Oxford beat Arsenal. Arsenal were on the beach already. Oxford beat Arsenal. And we're relegated. And I think the sad thing about it is he was pretty much given an ultimatum that, look, the job's yours for this season. One season in the second division. Pretty much, I think, the ultimatum was given him. You don't get promotion. That's it, you know. Um, and it was the first season of the playoffs where um, it was an interesting one because the I think the I think I got this right, the bottom, the bottom three club who I think was Charlton Athletic yeah. in the first division played the sixth, fifth, whatever, however that worked, sixth, fifth and fourth, I think, however that worked in the, um, in the, in what was the second division there. So we played Charlton over two legs, very close, very close, both legs. I think nil, nil first leg. I believe he lost two, one at um, two, one at Charlton. And subsequently he was, um, he was dismissed and you know that be careful what you wish for. Mm, he was sure. dismissed and John Duncan was, mm. <laughs> and John Duncan was appointed. And that really, I, th- I think that was it. I think he went to, um, I mean, a couple of notes here. I believe he went to, um, I did a bit of coaching, I think in, in Q8. And I think, uh, as you said, a little bit with, probably with Birmingham, may well have been under Mills, but certainly um, when Butcher was at Sunderland, did a bit of coaching there. 
I sort of came out of football and sort of gently, sort of gradually, gently retired. Really, he um, lived up near me. Used to see him walking his dog. You know, up uh, lived over Broke Hall, and um, certainly seen him play at the golf club. He's a sort of member of the golf club. But yeah, I think what he'll be certainly renowned for is yeah, a very, very, you know, very good coach and a very good. Um, you know, a very good motivator. And if you look at all those games, certainly keep banging on about the 80-81 season, you know, you see like clips of, um, you know, the Cologne away game and it's always Robson and him side by side on the, you know, on, you know, on the touchline. And um, yeah, very sad. Again, 80 quite, you know, in this day and age, you know, fairly young, but um, yeah, not to be, not to be, you know, underestimated his, his contribution to the glory years at Ipswich. And also, um, you know, the job he did, as manager as well and I know the um the manager is ultimately responsible for all of it but if you watch even Mick and Terry Connor these assistant guys pretty much have a say in virtually every decision oh, during a match don't they so well you look you know you're not saying me if if and when Mick tips up in another job Terry Connor's gonna go with him hmm. yeah, yeah that's, that's your right hand man that's just that's just what it is so yeah very sad very very odd week isn't it really very strange week for the club but look you know um Let's just hope going forward that the right, or whoever it is, the right appointments made. I mean, there's been, you know, putting Bobby Ferguson to one side, uh, you know, he's been several in the frame, you know, in the frame now. I think Warburton's the latest one today I've seen sort of really sort of go, um, go sort of down in the betting. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But no, sad times. I'm going to say it every week. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, rest in peace, Bobby Ferguson. Yeah, absolutely. And Colin Harper. Um, I'm going to say it every week on the pod. Doesn't matter. Who they appoint, we need to reunite the fans. Um, The owner needs to show he cares about the club, and we need to move forward. Yeah, you know, um, and also what did come out last week, we may have mentioned it on Thursday's brief pod that the owner apparently is going to come out and speak to the. Well, we did speak about it. Is speak to um, ITFC director, whatever ITFC player, whatever it is. Um, So that will be that will be interesting, Ben. And what will be even more interesting is um, the literature that I guess will come out this week. Going to land on your doormat tomorrow or the next day. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, I just, just, I was thinking about something you said a few weeks ago about the stadium, and I've realised every other, why every other stadium? You go to every other stadium, and the pitch is nicer. And this sounds stupid. They've all got the electronic marketing boards around the side and you actually your viewing experience. You're looking at everywhere else you go in the whole league, except maybe Burton has got. What you're looking at is even, you know, it just kind of struck me the other day, even at Birmingham, you know, they've invested in the... I mean, good God, you know, what is it, what's the pitch going to look like tomorrow after all this rain? I mean, and more and more tomorrow, for God's sake. I mean, you know, there were the, the rain that's forecast certainly later today and early tomorrow. That could put, you know, looking at that part of the pitch. All right, I guess that hasn't been played on for a fortnight, though. No, maybe more. Yeah, OK. So that may be better, but, you know, that could even... It was so bad, surely the game might even be in in trouble in the rain that's forecast but uh, Ben you know it, clearly there's, it's, it's very tired it's a very tired club isn't it and very tired team tired club and just clear there's just no investment at the moment whether that will change don't know more of this every single week until the end of the end of the season we'll look forward to that <laughs> um, Dave we didn't get the plugs done so we need to say yeah, on, follow I mean, follow all of us on Twitter um, at David Diamond Free at Benjamin Bloom uh, Statman is at Chompex3 and Rich, who does the video stuff now, is at Ips Rich. Uh, we're there on Facebook and Twitter. Twitter's probably the place at Blue Monday ITFC. Obviously, if you listen via audio, 
Um, that's Acast and iTunes. Uh, subscribe at both of them and it comes up in your mobile whenever you want to listen. If you're watching on YouTube, we really appreciate if you subscribe there and give us a thumbs up. Just pushes us up the um, algorithms in our quest to widen our audience which take, as you say, take over the world well as you say is is tricky when the when the <laughs> fan base doesn't need an excuse to to check out um so um thank you dave um looking forward yeah, to thanks, looking forward to millwall tomorrow oh, yeah. um you've built, you've built them up i'm looking forward to seeing them yeah no, they'll probably be terrible now I've done that. Um, yep. So we're going to be back this week in ITFC history. That's in the can already. That's coming out on Wednesday. Apologies, last week, I think Paul had planned his decorating around listening to <laughs> that. He's a painter decorator. And, oh, um, you know, the fun. I'd, yeah. I'd set it to upload and it hadn't. And then Rich had oh, to send okay. it to me and, yeah, it all messed up. So that's going to be out on Wednesday. We should be with someone from the Besotted podcast on Friday previewing... Oh, the Brentford game. Um, you can check my match get... review out on Monday. That'll be out just... about six o'clock for the Millwall game and then on um, Saturday at Brentford. Sorry, Dave. And just a plug for the Naked Footy Show on oh, yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. I'll be there with, uh, with the brilliant Graham. There you go. So you should have something from us every day next Salute week. Me. Um, right, Dave, we'll see you next week. Thank you, everybody, for listening and um, sticking there. Yeah, cheers, Ben. Ben, about this cricket match. I'm not pressing stop. What are you talking about? Oh, the cricket match. You're going to come and see with me um, in the summer. No? Right, we're going to close the podcast and I'm going to say two things. I'm not buying a TV licence and I'm not watching fucking cricket. (laughs) It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.